everybody. Welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March, and I am here with Ms. Alex Lodner today. Hello. And we are uh, having um, a great, we're having a great Saturday so far. The weather report is hot and humid, I guess. I don't know. It's sunny. Oh, it, looks it looks good. Does it look sunny? Feels, yeah, it looks sunny. Yeah. I mean, it might be a little hazy. There might yeah. be some moisture in the air. There you go. Uh, we did have a caller earlier, you guys, in the, uh, the Ask Stephanie portion, Robert, who wanted to know about a Monte Cristo. And we have Kelly, who has responded that Carol's in Blaine has a great Monte Cristo. So if you have any sort of uh, Monte Cristo tech that you want to just share or intel with us, we're going to be talking about those all hour for, you know, for Robert. <laughs> he needs his Monte Cristo. We got to get it. Uh, and we also do have a Facebook question. I just want to put it out there that we have, um, because we're going to talk about this in the next segment. Okay. We're going to talk about when people pop by and, or if Mm. you know, like you're going to have an impromptu patio hang, what are you going to do for a quick snack? It's not dinner, but it's like, what is your quick snack situation? I've had a couple of those over the last few weeks. And so I'm honing my skills. Um, so we have that on the Facebook page and we're going to answer that. We're going to go through that in the next segment. But first... Time for top two in hour two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in hour two. All right, give me two, will you? That's right. That's the time of the day that we take two things that we are super in love with, or they're an earworm in our lives, basically, and we tell you about them. So, cool. Alex, first one for you. First one for me. Thinking about dishes. Yeah, I. This will not be the last time I talk about Herbst. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but I finally, I know I talked a lot about how excited I was about it. And now it's open and it's glorious. And I had to choose my favorite dish. Yeah. And my favorite dish from there is the blistered snap peas. Okay. It is, as you would say, a revelation. Oh, do I say that? You you have. It's okay. The, yeah, I used to say that and used to say situation a lot. I say, still say situation okay. quite a bit. <laughs> Anywho, uh, it's a beautiful plate of these uh, perfectly, they have a snap to them still. They're actually quite snappy still, quite crunchy still. A little bit of a blister, and I should know more about what they have on there. I have no idea. It's beautiful. Because normally you see the shishito peppers that are blistered. Yes, exactly. And this is sort of a take on that, maybe? It's a take on that, but I feel like it's way more edible as far as it's they're chopped up into bite size mm -hmm, bite size and so it's a very shareable plate but to be honest that would be my dinner i mean it's so good and there's so many layers in there a lot of these sort of um vegetable forward appetizers sometimes tend to be sort of like okay here's your snap pea yeah and this every bite you take it has a you can make it different you can dip it in the sauce or you could put the whatever cheese so there's I apologize. I do not know the whole breakout down of the dish. Oh, that's that a complete failure as no, a food writer. It's not, it, no, but I don't care. Go out there and eater, get it. You get it, get it. Get it. Yes. And okay. it was hard because their desserts are amazing too. But yes, that's it. Okay. And that's Herbst, which is over Herbst on, Raymond. on Raymond and University right by here. Right, right. Wish they were open for brunch already. Okay. All right. But it's coming soon. 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 Coming soon. All right. I'm going to go with my first one is going to be this rosé that I had last night, which is called Bloodroot Rosé, which wow. sounds so crazy. 
And it's not blood rot, which we accidentally might have said somewhere. <laughs> but that's not as fun. But blood root rosé, uh, I bought it at Westside Wines. I know they have it at Solovino in St. Paul. It is going to be part of Rosé Fest, which is coming up on June 10th yes. in the VIP area. Oh, wow. This Are you rose, going VIP? I Well, I'm working, so yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, better. <laughs> Let's be very clear about what right. I do. Right. <laughs> but um, uh, it is, I have to tell you that I've been drinking a lot of rosé just because I'm doing segments for Rosé Fest and then passing bottles and sort of we're talking about stuff. And I got to tell you, this Bloodroot Rosé mm-hmm. um, is just, it's a Pinot Noir. It's a, a Rosé of Pinot Noir. It's Sonoma County. It is so, like, tartly rich and full-bodied. Whereas oh. I've been drinking a lot of rosés that are sort of just like, I mean, I drink Session them too fast wines, yeah. because it mm-hmm. is like water. Yeah, You know, and you're like, all of a sudden it's hot outside. And I'm like, wow, I've... I've had half a bottle because I'm thirsty and that's a problem because <laughs> then you're not tasting much else. Right. But this one was a sipper. I really appreciate it. I was really sad when the bottle was empty, okay. you know, at the okay. deck hang. Yeah. And I would say that that is a bottle that I will seek out again, really? which is a lot of rosés. I think, well, interchangeable. Yeah, I'm not a huge rosé fan. And Chuck Kansky over at Zolovino has tried to convert me and yeah. has sent me home with several bottles. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, nope, still no. Okay. And there's like, I, I've because I find them so light, that I'm always looking for the fuller body. So yeah. that might be the one. You should try this one. It had a lot of great, had a lot of character. Okay. It wasn't just, you know. Okay. Chuck, I'm coming over after yep. the show. Blood Root Rose at Solovino. Okay. Uh, what's your second one? My second one is the State Fair. Mm. <laughs> Wait, actually, yes, you know what? No? no, no. I'm going to go first with my second one and then we're because we might go longer on yours. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say my second one is the coming brunch. At Petit Leon. <gasps> so excited. I know. So listen up. They're yes. starting it on June 11th. And that's a Sunday. They're just doing Sundays only. Let me just let me wax rhapsodic about <laughs> that. <laughs> that Benedict. And I know that I caused some controversy on Facebook because I said I don't really ever order Benny's. I don't order Benny's. And people had feelings. People were like, why this? do you? No, I can't believe you don't order Benny's. I'm like, I don't. Because it tends to be you're hiding everything under a big thick sauce. And usually... Yeah. You don't, it means that you don't care about the toast. You don't care about what, it just feels like the egg can be whatever because you're hiding it under a thick blanket of creamy, heavy sauce, which is okay. I get it. I get it. (laughs) And I, but I just, I don't usually go that way. I like a little bit more clarity. I like a little more. You want to taste all your ingredients. Acidity, all the things. But what I'm telling you about this Benedict, first of all, he makes a a panisse, like a, like a bread out of masa and chickpea. So it's like. It what? is. It is like a tamale, but like it, the flavor it feels like tamale. Stuff. It is not a revelation, but it is. <laughs> and then it's like this Mexican chorizo, oh and then a poached gosh. egg, and then chipotle. Oh my! Hollandaise. I'm not kidding you. I would order that again. In fact, I'm thinking about it a lot. Yeah, there's, and there's other things on that menu. June 11th. June ne- 11th. They start not next. Yeah, it's, next week. Yeah, next Sunday. Next Sunday. And it's okay. no reservation, so it's going to be first come, first serve. So, Ooh, and this is we shouldn't have talked about it. I know, which is in Kingfield, which is in you know, it's the old Blackbird space, which yeah. was a huge brunch thing. Okay, so let's talk about kickoff to summer. Your okay. second one. I kind of want to talk about Petit Leon. We can come back right. around on that one. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's called Kickoff to Summer. It's an event that they started because of the pandemic. Yeah. They. Um, if for those of you who have not heard me talk about this a million times, the State Fair does not get any tax money, so it is a nonprofit. So they were in big trouble after the 2020 shutdown. Yeah, and so they created, they did the food parade first. They were very innovative, 
anyway, fast forward, and yeah. now they've done Kick Off to Summer, which they will continue to do because it's been successful. It so was, they will continue to do it. That's the word. Yep, okay. they will continue to do it. A lot of it is, you know, talking to the vendors and saying, hey, how did that go for you? I talked to Sharon over at Produce Exchange. Yeah. Um, she said it went really well. She was happy it was done, but um, but it, she said it went really well. And so I'm just so happy to have it because as a huge fair fan. Yeah. It's one of those sort of I I think about the fair all the time, but I don't want to wish my summer away. So as soon as it as soon as Memorial Day hits, I'm thinking about Labor Day weekend at the fair, and I'm it's a bittersweet thing. I don't really want it to come because then that means the end of the summer. So this is they kind of give you and they do this people at the fair, the folks at the fair do not want it to be referred to as a mini fair, but but it is it is and so apologies, but. That is exactly what it was. Yeah, I don't know why they don't want to know. I don't know either, but... It's abbreviated. It's not the whole fairgrounds. It's only part of the fairgrounds, and it's not every vendor. There's no rides. There's no rides. There's no animals, which... Um, I, I volunteer there. I volunteer for the foundation, so we sort of function as information, even though we're not. But, you know, a lot of the questions we got were, are there any animals? Well... and also, if, you, if you're interested in going, it's over with now. It's going to always be Memorial Day weekend. But if you're interested in going, all that information is on their website. So I do feel like it is a mini fair, regardless of how they want to present it. And, and you, you think have, it's a good experience. You're, you, as a fair goer, a, you love it. Is it because it's less crowded? I mean, so what I are the loved bonuses? It this year. Okay. Uh, it was way too limited last year. It also poured rain because it's Memorial Day weekend. So mm-hmm. that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. But it was really, really, really tiny last year. And if I had come from Elk River with my whole family and was expecting a mini fair, I would have been crushed. This year, it's getting to be, it's bigger. I want to say there were 35 vendors. There was a little bit of kind of food from everywhere. Caribe and Andy's was all open with the music and the whole bit. So if you're, depending on where you're standing, if you're standing right there, like by where Star and Tribune booth is, it felt like. Even though there was no midway. No midway? No midway. Yeah. No midway. So, yeah, so it really, the French fry booth is open, and so it it does feel you, like... It, it basically hit the notes you needed. It, You know, I got my fix. I'm okay until August now. Okay. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break on that note. We're going to come back and talk about easy-to-pull-off summer patio cocktail party snacks. You are, and I'll be taking notes. That's right. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are talking about... Patio hangs. I have to tell you that I have had some really great over the last couple of weeks because I feel like my house is tiny and tight. And then when my deck opens up, like when I have, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I have another room and we can all hang around and it's just nice and it's beautiful. So I've been doing a lot of like and your your deck is very private. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. You, you can't like nobody can from the right. other yards. There's no way to see it. And yep. there's lots of trees. And so. I uh, I literally have been sort of having one of those like, hey, let's if we go out, then we come back to my house or if there's, you know, kind of like uh, people who just need to sit and talk and not don't want to go through all the rigmarole of yeah. a full dinner. Just a so, hang. Right. And so what I've been thinking about is like I've been sort of like thinking about what do I need to keep in my fridge in order to you know, or in my pantry to sort of like make an impromptu hang happen without having to like think like, okay, I'm going to make a thing, you know? And I have to say, I'm kind of winning. I feel like I'm winning (laughs) on a lot of levels because it's just simple and easy. And that's it. It's once you commit to that, like your friends are happy with those things. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So I I mean, 
Chips and salsa and a couple of bottles oh, of rosé. Hello, you're good. You're, go- you're, you're done. good to go. Yeah. You're definitely good to go. But I was sort of also thinking that, like, I I grabbed a couple tomatoes for a sandwich I was going to make, and then I didn't use them on the sandwich. And so then I was thinking. So the last on my Instagram post was making uh, tomatoes with shallots and blue cheese and salt and pepper. Just a big plate of that. Nice. Like, that is everything. That is beautiful. Like taking cucumbers and like mashing them up or and doing like the chili crisp. Have you ever done that? No. Oh my god. Isn't that just water at that point? <laughs> I'm not mashing them like potatoes. I'm okay. sort of like when you kind of like smash them a little bit. You know, like almost like a ripping of the of the cucumber. Or you can cut them into coins. But like chili crisp on top of cucumbers with just some herbs. Chili really crisp on top of anything. Truly, that uh-huh. is kind of everything. Uh huh. We're saying that uh, guacamole is a hazard. Well, I mean, unless you, like you were saying, unless you make all your friends eat it quickly, at, at some point it browns up and it's still, it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's not exactly appetizing. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is the question that we asked on the Facebook. Like, what do you, what do you bring? You know, I love that you call have. it the Facebook. I know. I like My 86-year-old mother-in-law calls it that. Of course. Well, that's why we, we, we <laughs> give the homage. Uh, Bill who is always a classic food guy says, if I have fresh basil and tomatoes, grilled margarita pizza, that's an upgrade. Think about that. That's work though, Bill. Is it that much work to really throw like, you know, some bread on the old grill? Well, aren't you, don't you have to keep dough? What's a dough situation? I don't know. He didn't say, but I kind of feel like that's okay. I mean, like you could have stuff in your freezer. You could have like dough in your freezer. Yeah. Um, we definitely, Ange is all about chips, guac, and salsa with the margs. I love that. I mean, cheese and crackers, always. Fresh veggies and hummus, of course. Nuts, skinny pop, beer, wine, spindrift, mocktails. Those are great. Smoked salmon, uh, borson cheese, sliced cucumbers and crackers. I love that. Sliced onion and hard-boiled eggs. I think it's kind of bougie, says Amy, but that's great to me. That sounds the, stinky. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Yep. Cheese and crackers are big. Here's another one I want to say. There's okay, so Todd is a guy who sent us this picture of this amazing looking I guess it's cream cheese. He says cream cheese block rolled in everything bagel seasoning mm. and one in taco seasoning. Then smoked at 220 for one and a half. Serve one and a half I assume, hours minutes. You're smoking? What? The I cream know. cheese? Yeah, I would think it's gotta be one and a half minutes. Because it you don't want to melt, <laughs> although it's smoking, one and a half hours. Really? He says, serve with the crackers. Oh, it's, I can do in a half hour if I use my gas grill and then a block of wood on tinfoil. Oh, so, okay. Wow. It is one and a half hours, but then half Slow an hour. and low. They look amazing. Like the, yeah. the pictures that he put out, they look yeah. amazing. Yeah. That is a totally fun way to level up. Well, and I like, I love the idea of cheese in general. Cream cheese actually doesn't last as long as, as some of the other ones, but, you know, cheese can last in your refrigerator for ever yes. and so if you're talking about if the key here is impromptu mm-hmm. then it's about things that will just be can live in your fridge forever i was telling you that i liked when if there are kids involved i like doing a make your own ice cream sandwiches that's a good one and then you know you've got a bucket of vanilla ice cream in your fridge yeah. you've got a whole bunch of cookies yeah and that's let them go to town. You got the toppings. You got the Especially sprinkles. Especially on your deck because you can just hose that very down. Very I was going to say it's mess. <laughs> it's very messy. Chocolate chips. All these things that you can keep in your pantry for years. Yeah. And just, I think anything make your own. You called it a bar. Anything yeah. make your own. Make your own tacos. Make your hot own Caesar bar. salads. Potato make your bar. Own hot dogs. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I will tell you that I've Interactive. had twice that someone has come to my patio now. 
uh, with a half a bucket or a half a like a like a big cardboard box of revival chicken. I was gonna say fried you chicken. mean fried chicken, yes. really? And that is also is this the a same gift. person. No, okay. two different people. Really? And I think that that was like, wow, of course. Right. You know what I mean? And like bringing like a thing of fried chicken and then, and then I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then we'll have all the sauces. So it becomes exactly. like, we make just your pull own. out yeah. all these, these huge tray of right. sauces and right. everybody just played with it. And fried chicken at room temperature is fine. Yeah. It's not something that you need to keep hot or it's gross. No. Um, at Millie's, my daughter's. Girl Scouts and Dance. It seems like in in our big group, there's always someone that someone that brings a bucket of fried chicken. I think that's amazing. I think it's very. It's just very picnicky. And if you don't want to do fried chicken, by the way, I will. I will be very honest. If you show up with a rotisserie chicken, yes. I'm great with that too. Yes. In fact, if I like to do is if I know that it's like I know that I'm heading home and I know that I have people coming over, but I, we're not doing dinner. But still, you know that you want to do something more than just a cheese and cracker plate. I go get a rotisserie chicken and I get a head of butter lettuce. You know, the ones that like have the roots yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah. And then if I have time to hard boil some eggs, like the platter is a bunch of chicken, a couple of eggs. And then, you know, I throw the lettuce out there with all the sauces. So that and in people case, are making their own wraps? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I in love case that. you don't want to have the meat, the eggs can be protein if you're not a animal. You know, it's a weird thing. If, right. Just in case. I have some <laughs> friends here. Right. <laughs> like they're vegetarian, but they eat eggs, you know, that okay. whole thing. So yeah. they're not vegan. But I always make that, you know, kind of have that option. Uh-huh. And then you just have, and then I throw like different herbs on there. Maybe there's a little prosciutto or something also, or maybe there's, and then there's like some rice and some different sauces and you oh, just wow. make your yeah. own little lettuce wraps. You guys are the thing. Well, and I love sauces. So to me, you put that again, something you can keep in your fridge for a long time. You bring out all the good sauces and they can, you know, if you really want to go Fancy, you go to the different restaurants, you right. pick up their best sauces. Yeah. Yavang, of course, makes incredible sauces. Totally. totally. And so just keep some of those on hand and it just makes it fun you and makes ass- it so individual. Yeah. And you can assemble and that can like dress up anything. In fact, the uh, on Memorial Day weekend, I did also meatballs, which is like I just had I had like uh, a pound of pork, Duroc pork in my ground pork in my freezer. Yeah, I quick I thawed it, you know, and I know I took it out in the morning. I threw meatballs together, threw them on the grill, and then we sauced it up. I love oh, it. Nice. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're gonna talk to Matt Kenavan about some THC stuff. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Alex today, and we are being joined by one of our favorite humans, Matt Kenavan. Are you there, Matt? I'm here. Woohoo! Hey, Matt. Welcome to the show again. We're glad to have you back. We're excited to talk a little bit about now. Matt is the owner of the uh, the Dabbler Depot, correct? And many, many things. And Alex, you went to uh, a fun thing that he was hosting. I did. Hey, Matt. Good to talk to you again. That was really. I was telling Steph this is. It was such an informative uh, conversation that we had over there. We got to see the shop, which is really, really cool. Matt, you've got some really cool things going on. The live wall that's feeding the coolers and um the giant wheel of fortune he had he had really cool things but then also um a whole thc situation you have going on over there hemp derived absolutely yeah and and i mean it's it's a wild uh it's a wild world out there <laughs> the thc products since you were in i think we've added another dozen wow different uh different seltzers so Really, yeah, we got to taste some seltzers. We got a really fascinating 
TED Talk <laughs> about <laughs> about all the derivatives. It was really, really cool. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about what we had started talking about that day, which is the new law um, coming up here in Minnesota and your thoughts on that. Because all of your products are hemp-derived, correct? That is correct. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the future is going to bring. Uh, I know it's uh, it's bright and it's hmm. uh, it's fun and exciting. Um, what that means for my business is a little little uh, unknown, I guess. And and uh, you know, we're just going to take it one step at a time. Are you concerned about it sort of becoming the wild, wild west out there? And you've been so careful with how you source and with bringing on staff that is dedicated just to this endeavor. And you, you're really concerned with your customers' well-being. And it was just, it felt very catered when we were there. That We were asked, you know, what, about our lives so that they can cater to us. That's not going to happen at every gas station. Yeah. Yeah, right. one of one of the big things that that just recently changed um, with the legalization of of marijuana was that now all liquor stores can start selling the seltzers, which is you know it's great for the liquor stores, great for the the customers, but at the same time, like I don't know if uh, the other liquor stores are um, are going to have the knowledge and the um, the experience of you know like the just the the product base that yeah. uh, that my my staff has and you know and I hope that you know the customers uh for wherever they're buying it are you know getting getting with the knowledge that they deserve to have Matt do you think that people do you find that people come in and they want to get the shop's opinions on beverages before they buy them or do you feel like people have are trying them on their own and they know what they want you know the we we now have a lot of regular customers that are coming in one, two, three times a week and, and, you know, they know what they want, but at the same time, you know, they, they don't know about the new products that, that we have. Um, there's a lot of people that come in who, uh, have no idea. And, you know, like you can tell that they're, they're nervous and they're scared to to ask the questions and, you know, my staff can sense that and start asking them the questions that, uh, that we need to fit them, uh, fit them to find the right product. Right. Right. And that was that's what I was so impressed with over there compared to, you know, we were just talking earlier in the show about about um the butcher shop closing and if it's your favorite butcher shop where you get answer here's what I want and the person has just such a good knowledge base. That's sort of what you guys bring to the table. Um are you concerned about people's well-being too or is that not really You, you know Yes, uh, I guess you know. I think one of the things that I mentioned mentioned to you was that um, I'm I'm also uh, on the fence on you know like tap rooms or bars uh, selling these products uh, to to customers, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of customers who who just don't know what the experience is or what to expect, and you know the for the the big picture, you know, if somebody were to only have you know one one glass of wine or you know a you know, a cocktail, and then they try the uh, THC. Like, you know, if, if they don't have a lot of experience in it, like they can, they can get to a, you know, a, a, a state that maybe they shouldn't be driving, and maybe they just don't know, and all of a sudden they're driving, and then it hits them. So, like, I, I, I think there's uh, yeah. safety concerns for for all of it. Right. There's been so much shame around. Well, it's a it's a historical Pot. thing that we're right. 
we're basically trying to shift. Exactly. And so there's a lot of already ingrained feelings and thoughts about it mm-hmm. and experiences will have to, we're getting to a place where experiences are beginning to match and challenge. And then, but the, the, a lot of the regulations are still, I mean, it has been the wild, wild west and there's definitely more regulations coming. It looks like, um, you know, as things sort of start to roll, Matt, are you thinking like you're going to be expanding in different ways with the new laws or is it like you're going to kind of hold fast to the hemp stuff or what? Well, you know, there, there, there's a couple paths you can go down. You know, you can have one uh, dispensary license, and uh, or you can go the low dose, which is what we have, and you can have up to five locations. And okay. right now we're working on our fourth location. So we're, uh, you know, we're there. And if you went with a dispensary, then, you know, you're obviously going to have to cut down on those other locations. Right. And, um, and so you have to kind of pick and choose. And I think there's also, you know, some other major, major things to consider when going the dispensary path where, you know, you're going to have a lot of money stuck into infrastructure and, you know, the safety protocols and the special POS systems. And, you know, like, will your bank take your money? You know, there's, there's a lot of, um, things that I've heard that, you know, kind of steer me in the direction of staying with the low dose uh, products, and you know, I I personally like the products as as is. You know, I I take one every night before I go to bed because I've got a pinch nerve in my neck, and it just helps me relax and not be all balled up in in bed, and it, it gives me a better night's sleep. That's right. great. Are you, do you think you'll move the product into the store? Because currently you have it in the coffee shop that's attached. Yeah, that's been a that's been a big question um, okay. that my staff is asking and what we're going to do. And, and cause FYI, you know, they sell coffee and donuts too. Yeah. <laughs> personally, I like, uh, I, I like it where it is. And, okay. and I like that because uh, the staff is, is in there and they can do the uh, consultation and um, we're in the liquor store. You know, I, I don't know. I just, I like how we have it set up and I, I'm kind of leaning towards keeping it uh, in the coffee shop side. Yeah, and, and to be clear, I mean, you have your own, you have THC stores, you know, like all over the metro. Now you're on your third, or you say you're going, you're open, you're about to open your fourth one. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, Is that a Dinah? Did you say? Uh, say that one more time. Wait, did you tell me that was in a Dinah or the fourth one? No, no. It's, uh, the the next one's going to be on the the near east side, over uh, off of Payne Avenue by oh. uh, Saint Paul Brewing. Cool. Very cool. Alex is excited about that. Yes. Uh, and this is what I love about you, Matt, too, is that, that there's a lot of, I mean, the, the way that you started with the beer dabbler and how, you know, the way that you've kind of like rode the wave of the craft beer and then you're recognizing what's coming soon. And you have some cool events coming up. I know that you also sort of like changing up. Let's talk about the wine dabbler because that's new for you this year. I isn't know. It? I'm really excited about that. Yes, I am. Uh, nervous and excited about it as well. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's going to be a big weekend. <laughs> Why are you nervous about what part of it is nerve-wracking? Well, it's just a lot. You know, we yeah. went from the Friday night uh, Pride beer dabbler, and now we're going to have a beer garden on Saturday all day, mm-hmm. and now we're adding a wine festival on Sunday. So, you know, it's just it's just a lot in one weekend to, to manage and properly execute, and yeah. Um, but it uh, it's going to be awesome. I tell us, tell our tell our listeners the dates and the location. Sure, uh, Sculptured Garden in Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, June twenty fifth is the Wine Dabbler. 
and uh, the 23rd is the Beer Dabbler. Right. Okay. Pride. Run. Are they both tickets are still available for both? Tickets still are available for both, so hurry up and scoop them up. Scoop them yeah. up. We we know we know that the beer dabbler sells out every year. Yeah, and um, you know we've got big hopes that uh, we're just going to have you know the perfect amount of uh, uh, patrons that that come and experience the wine uh, the wine vibe that uh, that the beer uh, the beer side has been experienced for years. Yeah, well, and I- the, and the twenty fifth is the parade. Yeah, so it'd just be after the parade, people would wander over there. Yeah, correct. The the parade ends, and uh, we start at I think two thirty for general admission and one thirty for early access. So, okay, um, you know it's it's timed properly, and um, we're hoping for lots of big smiling faces. Oh, I think you're going to have a great day. I think it's going to be one of those really great days for you yeah. guys. And it's exciting. How many wines are people going to are going to be able to taste? Uh, right now we are at 57, I believe, yep. and still adding as we go. I mean, there, there'll be there'll be some ciders in there and some some RTDs or uh, you know other fun NA products that uh, that you can try as well. Good. So it's not it's not just the wine, but it will be um, something for everybody. Okay, awesome. Oh, that sounds great. All right, yeah. so we'll put a link up on our show page, and we will uh, make sure that people know to uh, get your tickets soon to that because that's going to be. That event and that, I mean, like, I just think that weekend is such a fun thing in that space. So yeah. that's exciting. I'll start, I'll start my day at uh, Butcher's Tail. Yeah. Getting whiskeyed up and then I'll walk, I'll stumble over to you, Matt. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. All right. We'll see you there. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thank you. We'll be right back. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us this lovely Saturday. This is the Weekly Dish. We've had a great Saturday. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. We've covered a lot of things. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm excited to... uh, I'm really excited to see this, uh, the Wine Dabbler, and see how they do, because... We're going to walk over there. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the idea that the Beer Dabblers and, like, the beer festivals have been going on for as long as they have and how great they have been for craft beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that there can be a little bit more uh, for the wines and like for, and I know that a cocktail thing is a different situation. They have plenty of tasting things for those too, but mm-hmm. my main concern is how much wine can you really drink? <laughs> okay. never mind. I mean, let's not even talk about my recycling right now. <laughs> like when you drink your recycling to the curb and you're like, wow. Clink, 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 all the neighbors here. <laughs> yeah. I sort of feel like I roll it out at like 1 a.m. just so no one can hear me. Um, oh, no, that's when you wake up the whole neighborhood. Actually, that yeah. is when I, mine are loud, too. Right. So, yeah, that was it. But, really yeah. Funny. No, I and don't know. Grand Old Days tomorrow. Grand FYI. Old Days tomorrow. That is a huge mm-hmm. thing that's happening in town. Have you? Are you a Grand Old Day yeah. goer? No, we went when, when Millie was little. We went to the parade, I think, a couple of times. And um, at this point, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Are you? No. No. I mean, I did it when I was in my 20s, and it was, yeah. like, great for live music, and I love... It's just the crush of crowds is not my vibe right now. I mean, yeah. I might do it next year, sure. Yeah. I, did, I used to go see a lot Situation. of G.B. Layton and yeah. those bands that I knew. Now I don't know who anybody is anymore. Right. Uh, the Edina Art Fair is happening this weekend. You could go do that. That's uh, an Edina. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing this today. Oh, this is this? this is it for today. Yeah. That's kind of the fun stuff. Right. Um, so, okay, let's talk about uh, a couple other things that are happening in the food scene just to kind of get yes. some stuff set. You can now get Dream Creamery ice cream at Gray's Food Hall in North Loop. Did you know that? I did know that. Yep. So they have the little cute window. Yeah. I don't think that 
Well, don't they think, have don't they have a, a spot and a window? I don't know. I wasn't I sure about did. that okay. because I do know that you can walk up to the window and get scoops. Right. And they're just doing scoops, shakes, and things like there's no burgers there. Like Dream Creamery has burgers at their original location. Correct. I think this satellite is not about okay. that. I think it's Yes, I knew that I I want I don't know. I want to say that they also have a spot there, but Google. Yeah, I Google looked and it. I couldn't tell because okay. it was sort of vague. The announcement was, mm-hmm. and they said that they're having you could the last drop is the window, right? Right. And they're right, like right, you can right. get the ice cream there, and then I was right. like, well, this feels like they're just like having a eight yeah. through grays. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but still, I do. I have not been to the Dream Creamery yet this year, and I kind of I want to go because I, I do haven't love had, their ice I haven't cream. had my you know my cheat ice cream day yet. Oh, once a summer. Wait, what? Just yeah. one day you have well, ice cream for one huge, day? Ice cream's not my thing. Okay. Yeah. I love ice cream. Yeah. I really do. No. Uh, news about Jasmine 26. Did yes, you see this? I did. They have opened as a hot pot restaurant. I know. I know. How I'm, do you feel about hot pot? Um, you love it? I want to love it. I, <laughs> I love the concept. Mm-hmm. And I think I've gone to the wrong places. Okay. I will try this. So hot pot, you guys, is usually there's like sort of a big, and the modern hot pot is where there's a bowl in the middle of the table, sort of a heated, right. like almost like a cauldron. And then you get either, Ooh, I like I know, that. A cauldron. You either get one or two different sort of like broths. Mm-hmm. And then you order a bunch of little things and then you cook them in the broth. And then you kind of have your own little custom. You don't have to dump it all in the broth. You like can dump. You can like just cook your things in the broth and pull them out and then add sauces. Yeah, and have it in your little bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to get a list from you of places that you like because I will definitely give it a chance, more of a chance. And it's it's not the kind of thing you want to do it with several people. Yeah, this is like a it's a communal thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Also, if for those kids out on the Lake Minnetonka area to know that Lost Bay. Is now oh yes what has taken over the Caribbean Marina? The Caribbean Marina was a you know my perfect hidden burger spot for years on the lake in Tonka right. Bay, um, and then you know it got taken over. It got tequila sold, butcher right, and then the tequila butcher came in and they installed a whole bunch of stuff, and that was promising and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that they did not renew for this year. So so were they ever open? What tequila butcher was open for a while. Last year. Last year. Yeah. And then that's it. Probably okay. last year and the year before. Got I think it, it was okay. two years. Okay. And then, um, but then Lost Bay is the new installation on the, mm-hmm. that deck. So they are, um, they're doing a little bit of tiki thing. Yeah. They've got like six different frozen drinks. Like it's a slushy heaven over there. Okay. Sweet, sugary, well, sweet I mean, yeah. Stuff, probably, I yeah. aren't all slushies. Yeah. Like- so that's why I made the face <laughs> that nobody could see. Right. But they've got wraps and salads, tacos, cool. those kind of things. So cool, cool. We'll see. Lost Bay. Um, would love to hear back from anyone who's tried it. I might go out this next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big news is the Indigenous Food Lab is open at the Midtown Global Market. And the restaurant has reopened after the fire. Yes. Yes. Awamni is yep. open. But the Food Lab is the newer, easier yes. to kind of manage thing to mm-hmm. me. And I think it's interesting to think if people are like, oh, I, I can't get into Awamni or I can't get people to go with me to Awamni or all this stuff. You can pop by the Indigenous Food Lab in the Midtown Global Market and they have products to buy they've got you know venison to buy they've got you know coffee and tea and different um you know different like flowers and different right you know grocery items but then they have a hot bar where you can get some of the food some of the snackier foods you know quick yeah. serve it's things way more accessible it's a commitment to awamni is so gorgeous so i definitely you, you, everyone has to see awamni and experience awamni but just super accessible just run over yeah. there and your kid can get a boba down the hall and yeah. Yeah. 
You can, but I mean, also, I was telling Sean Sherman that when he came on the radio a couple of years ago, right before Thanksgiving, and was talking about, you know, adding some indigenous uh, things to your meal. Like Thanksgiving doesn't have to be canceled, but you know, he's like maybe instead of just doing, you know, your traditional turkey, he's like add some indigenous dishes to sort of mm-hmm. celebrate the full thing. And I agreed. And then it was just like, but we were like, where do I get some of these things? Like some right. of the great ingredients. And so what I love about this market is that that provides the space. He can start thinking about that in an easier way. Exactly. And he's excited because I think that there's a way that they're going to start private labeling some things, mm-hmm. bringing them in and doing the, you know, the tortillas, the nixtamalization on them from the heirloom corn. Right. And then having those to be able to go to traditional grocery stores and convenience stores as well. Right. 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 So yeah. that would be great. That could be I a huge, great. you know, like when we talk about indigenous food as being a part of our landscape, but it's specialized at Owamni. Like it's, it's a thing that's a special moment. It's a, it's a special occasion. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that so restaurant then you have is to, not walk in and. Yeah. Down. I mean, they do have cafe seating or they have in the past mm-hmm. summers, but that's what I love about this is like, let's get this into the more mainstream. Let's get, that's how you shift perspectives that's how absolutely. you create habits absolutely so that's kind of fun and exciting. i love it I what love about it. the uh, cook's bell court is finally open in edina it is it yes. is we were we were supposed to go there and then it it got delayed a little bit right yeah remember and but yeah no the more the merrier yeah the more the merrier of that stuff yeah like, bring it a little bit some I'm more croissants and some yes. more I think it's, uh, if you haven't been to that space, this one is a true merger of Cook's Belcour, um, where the other two have been sort of like, Belcour has sort of been like smashed into the side of it and, you right. know, kind of like made room for Belcour. But right. this one on 50th in France is, or in that area, is uh, is really that the forward motion. This is about them coming together as an operation and Belcour is now part of Cook's, which is part of Belcour. Exactly. So that Cook's of Crocus Hill is not no longer what they will be known as. They will be known as Cook's Belcour. Going yes. Forward. With a slash in the middle. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> let me just say that sometimes that's hard for typesetters and right. different things. writers. So, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, but nonetheless, yeah. I think that it's a really interesting thing. They're doing classes. They'll start doing classes at this one too. Yeah. And from when I talked to them, you know, in 2019, in the early 2020, classes were going insane for them. Like they had, they were, every month was better than the last. Mm -hmm. And then they got shut down. And so they're kind of hoping to find a way back to that. Right. And, you know, I'm in St. Paul, so I'll take any excuse to hang out in that area. There's so much, we could talk for hours about that whole corner of the world too. So very cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, uh, what else is going on? By the way, if you want to take a road trip this weekend, I was sort of recommending the Pine Island Cheese Festival. <laughs> I know. It's Where's near Rochester. Pine oh, okay. And so you head down, you get towards Rochester, you find this Pine Island, and it's this whole thing where they've got beer gardens, they've got a carnival, duck races, you know, find the golden cheese. <laughs> What's a duck race? Like where you drop, like on the river, oh, you drop okay. all the little, you write your number on the bottom of like a little yellow plastic duck. Okay. Drop them in the river and then Because I was envisioning a whole massacre. And was, there are no, no ducks. No, okay. Okay. Right. No ducks were harmed right. in the making of this festival. All right, you guys have a great patio party this weekend. Thanks, Alex, for being here. Absolutely. I think we'll see you next weekend as well. You will. You will. All right. Well, uh, have a great one, everybody. Ciao, ciao.